Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Russia is losing territory in Ukraine almost as quickly as it pretends to annex it. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky now says that a railway hub is back in his country's control. Liman is in a region that Russia claimed for itself after a much discredited referendum. NPR's Jason Bobian is covering various Ukrainian advances in southern Ukraine. Hey there, Jason. Hey, Steve. And of the various uh, moves to talk about, let's talk about Liman. How significant is the seizure of this relatively small city? You know, this is really important logistically. Leman is it's part of the Donetsk region. Uh, it's near Kharkiv, and it's a railway hub that Russian forces had been using to resupply their troops further south in the, the Donbass. It's also important as a morale boost. Uh, Leman is part of this area that, as you mentioned, Russian President Vladimir Putin just announced on Friday he's making part of the Russian Federation forever. Um, It's worth pointing out that there were significant parts of both the Donetsk region and the Zaporizhia Oblast that Putin claimed to have annexed that were never even under Russian control during this war. Hmm. Uh, You know, and finally, grabbing Leman will potentially give Ukrainian forces uh, momentum and a base to push even further west towards the Russian border. But we'll have to see on that. Okay, so we've talked about this in the program. There have been two Ukrainian offensives, one in the east, one toward the south. We've just been talking about the east. You are in the south. What is happening there? Yeah, so I'm in Mykolaiv, which is right next to the Kherson region, which is another one of the regions that Russia now claims to have just absorbed into the Russian Federation. Uh, and, and Kherson is an area where Ukrainian troops have been trying to push back Russian forces, and they've had some success, but it's been nothing like that sweeping counteroffensive that we saw in the northeast near Kharkiv. Uh, the terrain here, it's much more open, it's fields, the Russians are fairly well dug in. But over the last couple of weeks, Ukrainian forces have moved the front line back from where I am here in Mykolaiv. It used to be about 10 miles from the outskirts of the city. Now it's about 20 miles to the Hmm. east. What is it like where you are behind the Ukrainian lines? You know, this city continues to get hit with missiles every day, mainly it's at night. Uh, in recent days, we've also started to see attacks from suicide drones that Russia has gotten from Iran. The drone attacks are, are relatively new, and they're, they're much harder for the Ukrainian air defense uh, systems to shoot down. People are getting killed also by conventional missiles. Just the other day, a cluster bomb hit the middle of a major street here. Mm. I was talking to Vitaly Kim. He's the regional military administrator for Mykolaiv. And he says residents are getting used to what's like this new normal because they have no other option. The war is, is going, people are dying, and um, lots of destroyed buildings and lots of problems with economics, etc. So I don't know how to command it. We do not have a choice. We're trying to live our common life in such difficult circumstances. He says that roughly half the city's population has fled to safer other areas, but he notes that not everyone can flee. Uh, And he says the only choice most Ukrainians have is to try to fight back and and free the territory that is now under Russian control. Jason, you said cluster bomb. That sends projectiles in all areas. That is to kill people. That is the objective of that, is a maximum death. Is that right? Absolutely. And uh, right in the middle of an urban street here. Jason, thanks. You're welcome. NPR's Jason Bobian. On this week's episode of Wild Card, comedian Bowen Yang says you don't have to feel bad for falling short on mindfulness. I get in my own way by, like, 
overprivileging the present. That's so interesting because everyone wants to be in the present. I feel like being present is overrated. I'm Rachel Martin. Join us for NPR's Wild Card Podcast, the game where cards control the conversation. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wild Card wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. When the economic news gets to be a bit much... Listen to The Indicator from Planet Money. We're here for you, like your friends, trying to figure out all the most confusing parts. One story, one idea, every day. All in 10 minutes or less. The Indicator from Planet Money. Your friendly economic sidekick. From NPR.